Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust issues. Trust issues. Oh, trust issues. See, y'all talk about y'all Drake fans. Y'all don't even know that. What up, y'all? Yo, it's Dez. It's Dez, man. It's Dez, the host of the You Heard Me podcast, with a new opportunity to talk to you people who come here for that heavy raven shit. The motherfucking flock fans out this bitch, or anybody who just likes to listen to what my ridiculous ass has to say. Yo, this is the first episode of Trust Issues, and it's gonna be a light one this week because I'm coming at a weird time. I'm coming at a weird time in the week um, to talk about football because everybody has already reflected on the last week and made their like predictions for this week or came in today and are coming in tomorrow and, and through the rest of the weekend. But today is Thursday, September 30th. It's 2021. We are in the 2021-2022 NFL season. Um, the Ravens at this point are a miraculous 2-1 and one, um, that could easily be 3-0, and oh, that could easily be 0-3. Oh um, and we just need to be very, very fortunate and, and, and grateful for the fact that uh, number eight, is on this team. Um, anybody who is listening to Trust Issues for the first time, I have a lot of episodes of the You Heard Me podcast that I have either only talked about the Ravens or talked extensively about the Ravens. I don't want to short either audience, right? I know not everybody's a football fan, not every, especially everybody who's a football fan is not a Ravens fan. Um, but I'm a, I'm really, the Ravens are the only team in sports that I root for anybody, any other sport. I just root for players or, you know, this, the competition itself, but I, I don't really claim a team besides the Ravens. I don't get mad if a team loses unless it's the Ravens. I don't get happy if a team wins unless it's the Ravens or, you know, a team with a black quarterback or a fucking, you know, one of them type of deals, but like I, I don't really fucking care about anything sports wise except the Ravens. I I really don't. Um, at this point in my, I just don't have enough time anymore. I used to fucking have all the sports stats, fucking every team's roster and all of that shit memorized every year, and I don't fucking I I can't right now. I don't do fantasy anymore, so we're not talking fantasy on this shit. We I, I barely can fucking I don't I can't tolerate Madden anymore, so I'm not even gonna talk about Madden on here. We talking about the motherfucking Ravens. Um, so at a high level, ugh, why am I talking like I'm at work when I'm fucking off? So, <laughs> so, um, basically for anybody who's new and a refresher for everybody who's not, um, my stance is this about the Ravens. There aren't too many franchises in sports that are from top to bottom stronger, um, better run, um, more respectable in a lot of ways than the Ravens um, franchises. Uh, I, I, You know, we all know that the Ravens, not we all, but a lot of us know that the Ravens came to Baltimore from, from being the Cleveland Browns in 1996. They were kind of an expansion team, um, but not really in the traditional sense. So it's it's a uh it's an interesting team history but it's a very short one in the grand scheme of the NFL. Um you know the NFL I think last year just celebrated its 75 year anniversary. 
the Ravens have been around for what one third of that. They've been around for since '96 is twenty seven years, twenty five years, twenty six years. Who knows? Um, but they've been around for about two franchise quarterback career worth of time. <laughs> now we've had many quarterbacks in that time and we've had a lot of interesting successes and failures um over the years but what we can all pretty much acknowledge is, as people who have followed football um since the Ravens have existed is that you don't ever want to play the Ravens it's only been maybe one or two seasons where teams have been like oh we got the Ravens this week bet you know what I mean like like we've always been a team that has been competitive that has produced good players that has put really good players on other teams that has gotten good players from other teams and extended their careers or given them, you know, a new opportunity to flex. We've had guys come here from other teams who were great on those teams and were terrible here for various reasons. We've had two different Super Bowl winning coaches in that span of time. We've had a lot of playoff appearances, a lot of playoff wins, also a lot of playoff losses, a lot of seasons that we should have made the playoffs or been higher seeded in the playoffs than we were but squandered our opportunities. And like I said, I'm I'm going at this real quick this time, y'all, because I don't necessarily want there to be um, a ton of pontification today as we are, like I said, in this weird limbo state. But if, we, if you go on the road and barely beat Detroit when you were supposed to have demolished them um, and you you left on the field – the, the the reason for not demolishing them in the form of drop passes, missed opportunities, a couple untimely penalties, um, it's 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 equal parts excitement, equal parts fear, because you're like, damn, well you see it's right there, but if it's right there, why the fuck we ain't take it? You know, those are the the two kind of schools of thought, um, where you know you have an opportunity to, um really evaluate what the team is about, you know. And to me, with all the injuries this season, unfortunately, I think Harbaugh gets a pass to a degree um, or with the types of injuries that we had on the team and earlier. And when I say gets a pass, I mean in the eyes of the team's ownership and with with the media locally in the city. Um, I've been calling for John Harbaugh to get replaced since about 2013, maybe even 2011. Um, because I genuinely believed in those first four or five Super Bowl runs that we we really won in spite of his coaching and in, his, in, in spite of his coaching staff um, compared to some of our, our the teams that did win it. Um, I've said it before, I, I just don't feel like Harbaugh at this point brings anything to the table as far as being revolutionary with the shit that he does schematically or talent-wise on the field, I think Harbaugh appears that he's really good at motivating guys to try hard and that he's really good at fucking, like, maintaining a culture. I think that that's true. And and before, you know, I'm going to give him the compliment sandwich, basically, because I I think that Harbaugh is not a bad coach, across the board but I think because of the types of players that we've had and the amount of great players that we've had and the amount of times that we were not as successful as a team as we should have been and the reasons why we weren't 
I genuinely believe that Harbaugh has a ton of room for criticism, if not less justification for being a coach than than he should have justification for being a coach. Um, and I just you know, you just you you can go down a list. Maybe maybe one of these days I'll do that and kind of just do like a season by season. These this is how I felt. Just trip down memory lane real quick for the real freaking uh, Ravens heads because I can think back to so many seasons, so many week sixteens and seventeens that we lost because we fucking burn the clock and didn't ha- and and still had all of our timeouts and we're fuck- it's just the clock management the fucking play calling in crucial situations the you know it's just a lot of times where I'm just like Harbaugh what the fuck is your team doing you know what I mean and I I just I just really want for the Ravens to to be the example of how the sport is played you know we've seen the Patriots for all this time kind of be that right plug and play with anybody on their roster at certain positions it doesn't matter who's there you know as long as they got Brady and a a scrappy hard-nosed five foot eight white receiver in the slot and a big ass fucking tight end then they'll be fine you know it's it's predictable for them at that point right doesn't really matter who's on defense they're gonna compete doesn't at all matter who's on the offensive line you've never heard of them but all of a sudden, he's a four-time Pro Bowler or something like that, right? We've had semi-moments of that across the board. Which is why we've been almost as successful as the Patriots have. We've been one of the teams in the league that's been closest. And we're one of the only teams in the league that's knocked them out of the playoffs multiple times. So, I think where where we are right now is... This is make-or-break season for the Ravens. We got a game against Detroit where we refuse to run the ball, um, where we're missing basically our entire D-line except Calais Campbell, um, where Hollywood Brown drops three wide open, not wide open, not three wide open, two wide open, one open, probably touchdown passes. One of them's a walk-in. And, you know, I I just – I'm having a hard time figuring out how to feel about the season because every single member of the flock came into the season with magnificently – just magnificently high expectations of the last season before everybody gets paid or everybody goes to free agency But as far as the best players on our team. Um, how much money does Lamar get on his deal? All of these questions were going to be going into this season. And, you know, because of the cards that we've been dealt with injuries now, like I said, is you don't really know, you don't know who to give a pass to uh, as far as what you want the expectation to be because you always are going to have the 2000, what was it 2010, 2011 Packers that won the Super Bowl over the Steelers with all of their um pretty much their entire like pretty much half of their defense two of their starting no linemen like a couple was I mean they had like 20 guys on IR that season and 
shit, I also think that was before you could bring somebody back off of IR. But they had 20 guys off of IR that season and or on IR, and they were not phased at all. And they won the fucking Super Bowl because Jordy Nelson and Greg Jennings were like, nah, we got this, let's go. And young Aaron Rodgers said it time, you know, it's time. So I couldn't imagine how excited we'll be if that's what ends up happening. It looks like Lamar's already clearly on his way to doing everything he can for this team. But this is two straight weeks of him missing practice for various reasons. Um, I have no doubt that Lamar is since, I mean, I've, I have given him more praise than any athlete probably that I've ever been around or not been around, but like experienced their careers. And when I'm talking about a dude who I cannot root for more, I'm talking about Lamar. And that's where I'm really, really hoping that, um, the offensive line situation can get worked out. I don't know why Mitchell Schwartz was not or is not signed at this point. I don't know why um I didn't know why Richard Sherman hadn't been signed at this point either. Um I had actually texted Ant a couple uh shout out to the big pod. I had uh, I had texted Ant a couple freaking days ago was like, yo, why don't why haven't we gone after Richard Sherman? And he got signed the next day. <laughs> I was like, damn, man, like it just hit me as I was sitting. I was like, yo, you know, we did lose Marcus Peters and we lost Chris Westry. Like, why didn't we talk about we tried to bring Buster Screen in? Why didn't we go get Sherman? But also know that the Ravens play a lot of men, which is something I don't think Sherman can really do anymore. Not not down in and down out. You know, I think they would probably rather take their chances with, with a young corner like Averett or put Washington or Stevens in the slot and – let Jimmy, you know, do that long coverage down the outside. But I know Jimmy's coming back from injury, but Jimmy's been hurt every single year of his career. Talking about Jimmy Smith on the Ravens. He's been hurt pretty much every single year of his career. He got hurt on the very first play of his career, if y'all remember. The very first opening kickoff of the season of his rookie season, he was he was getting double team blocked and he had a high ankle sprain and he missed like eight weeks. And I think he might have had one season where he played like fifteen games, maybe. And he was a dog. And he's Jimmy Smith has been a fucking great player for his whole career. He just stays hurt. He's like the fucking He's like Sean Livingston or some shit like that. He's just like constantly on the fucking court when he is, but he's good, but he's just always hurt. I don't know if that's a good example. Cause I think Jimmy Smith is better in football than Sean Livingston ended up being in basketball. Talk about somebody who who just got dealt a bad one, you know. Sean Livingston was supposed to be the truth. Anyway, this is the Ravens podcast. Um, trust issues. I didn't tell y'all either at the beginning to follow me on Twitter and IG at you heard me D A W G at you heard me dog on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm really looking forward to, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing us get healthy. Um, and I'm hoping that we don't get too much more injured in the process of us getting healthy of guys just playing so many snaps. You know, I, I don't I don't know if Owe came off the field last week, which I think is a great thing because this boy is real. Um, and he don't even fucking know what he's doing yet. He has no fucking clue how to play this game at this level. And he is a fucking dog already, yo. I am excited. That is a creative player right there, boy. We're going to be in good shape. But I do believe that the um, 
you know, there's a there's a point where, um, you know, we're going to have to really, really be kind of biting our fingernails as we're watching Lamar play this season if the line is going to keep blocking like this. I know, you know, we were all on their nuts against Kansas City, but then we learned that Kansas City has no fucking defense. And maybe it wasn't that great of a performance. <laughs> and maybe Kansas City had their best defensive lineman playing out of position for some absurd reason. And it's, you know, it's just one of them things, man, where I just, you know, I, I, I'm really hoping that the, you know, the, the, the coming weeks show either Nate McCrary fucking getting in the game with Tyson and having one of the old running backs active, um, or having them put Le'Veon in there because. Devontae Freeman broke it on that that one carry in in the the last game, but when he was running, I was like, "Yo, Devontae Freeman's slow now." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was he was laboring to get them twenty yards when he you know before he made that little spin move at the end. Like he was he was galloping and was going nowhere compared to how fast he used to be. Um, so I I you know I don't think Devontae Freeman's bad. I just think it's kind of like um. I think he had, he has a very low ceiling today as far as what he can actually do for the team. But I also think he has a relatively high floor as far as what we ask him to do. Um and then you have you have freaking um Latavius Murray who's been running hard. He's been running hard the whole season. I just wish that my man had the slightest little bit more cutback vision, you know what I mean? Because he he'd be one cut away from just taking it to the house so many times, and instead he just runs and puts his head down and still gets seven. But I'm like, damn, dog, he could have gotten thirty, you know what I mean? So hopefully that stuff will end up getting better as the season goes on. But you know, the pass blocking again was not good against Detroit, you know. And I I don't think that Detroit has any dog. Trey Flowers went to Detroit. I don't know if he if he would did anything of note last week. I don't even know if he played. I forgot that they said he was hurt. But it doesn't, you know, Lamar was just able to do so much. And and also, you know, I know everybody's already broken down the Lions game, but, dog, the the play that he made to not get sacked the second time and be able to run out of bounds, unfucking real Obviously, you wish that he would have thrown the ball out of bounds, but a lot going on in that moment. Her- Herculean effort to even get that far. Didn't want to risk getting a, a intentional grounding. Makes perfect sense to me. Amazing play. Amazing kick. We've all, again, everybody's already sucked Tucker's nuts all week. Um, And it's valid. It's valid. Um, So good for Tucker. Can't believe uh, that we have have had the best player of all time, arguably, at now three different positions. (laughs) Um, And I think Sam Cook has been – the best punter of his generation because what he's been able to do uh for what when did he start in oh six I think Sam Cook got drafted oh six oh seven I think I drafted in oh seven the same year as uh Marshall Yonder and obviously he's a punter but like he's still fucking good you know what I'm saying he can still boom that bitch and he can still hit it with a lot of finesse um so I'm excited that we have Sam Cook I'm excited that we have Justin Tucker, the current long snapper. We have knock on wood seems to be pretty good too. So I don't know, guys. I think we're going to be in a good spot. I think we're going to be in a good spot. 
um, moving forward. But the injuries, I'm you know I'm holding my breath in every game, um, and I really just want us to run the ball with with force, and and freaking move people forward, move them off the ball. I should say move them backwards as we move forward, move them off the ball, and um, take some freaking stress off of that boy Lamar, because at this pace he's not gonna make the whole season. You know what I mean? He can't play like that every week where he's running for his life every play or if he got to stand tall in the pocket, he's not just throwing the ball clean. He's getting hit. Even if it's just getting bumped, it's like he's he's taking he's taking damage. You know, we don't need to see him take damage. We need to see him be protected. Also notice that the Ravens don't have any black offensive linemen with Tyree Phillips and Ronnie Stanley out. And I think Ronnie Stanley like Hawaiian or some shit like that. But listen, y'all. Quick one, quick one with trust issues this week. Next week is probably going to be the real trust issues that I'm going to get out, um, if not immediately after the game, after I get a chance to watch the highlights a couple times um, and just pick some things apart before I open my big stupid mouth. But, yo, like I said, follow me at You Heard Me Dog, at You Heard Me, excuse me, at You Heard Me D-A-W-G on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm not creating a whole new podcast page, so this is going to come up under the You Heard Me podcast, but it is going to be called Trust Issues versus the y- the YHMP episodes. So I'm going to see if I can figure out how to separate that in the like the Spotify and Apple and shit like that. But if I can't, this is a if you know, you know. And hopefully you listen to both, genuinely. I genuinely hope you listen to You Heard Me podcast and Trust issues, and I can't imagine anybody listening to trust issues without being a already you heard me podcast listener. Um, but but fucking share this shit, man. Let people know. Let people know. You know the you heard me podcast is fucking a multi pronged entertainment medium. <laughs> Who wants to sell some advertisements on? All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Let me get a-